What's up, everyone? It's Jerrica Martinez. I am back with another episode talking about what changes I've made in 2020. I'm just your typical college girl trying to figure it out while chasing my dreams, stepping into my calling, and being overly caffeinated. If any of that resonated with you, welcome. I am so happy you're here, and I'm glad I'm not alone. I guess it's only right to encourage you to get some coffee, grab your notebook, and get ready. Let's dive into what changes I've made in 2020. This is Caffeinated and Called. It is my intention to bring you weekly episodes, giving you inspiring insight and helping you seek a life full of deep passion. You can think of this as a midweek pick-me-up. Each week, we will have real conversations, unpack truth, and dive into life-changing community, all right here on this platform. Girl Talk has never been more exciting. This is Caffeinated and Called. This is really the best year yet. Like, 2020 has been the year of leveling up, and I think that is the vibe, like the unspoken vibe that people have kind of created for 2020 like we are leveling up mentally emotionally physically spiritually financially whatever ways in whatever realms we are doing our best to level up in as a society and I am just so proud of us so far I think that is great I think this is truly going to be the best year yet I know it's only February but January was so powerful and so inspiring that if we can keep if I can keep this momentum moving forward throughout this year, I have no doubt that this year is truly going to be the best year yet. 2020 is, um, is, you know, resemble, resembles perfect vision. So I really think that like 2020, it's already just put out there that 2020 is going to be the best year yet. So if we can keep this trajectory moving forward and this momentum moving forward, that's just going to be so great. And I'm here for it and I can't wait. But I must acknowledge the changes that I've made in 2020 this far. I know it's only January. I know we're like halfway through February. I know that, but I also know that I wouldn't have made it this far and have been able to make such an impact in my own life this far if these changes weren't made. So I kind of really quickly just want to go over the changes that I've made in 2020 and kind of just acknowledge what I came into 2020 with and how I've had to shift my focus this far into 2020 knowing that I really do want this to be a statement year. I really do want this to be a year to remember. I really want this to be like that year. Like that's just the mindset that I have. That's just kind of the... um vibe that I want to give off I want this to be that year and I can't do that without acknowledging um, how I came into this year and the changes that I've already had to make this far so um, some, some might say like a new year a new me I really don't like to say that because I feel like that puts so much pressure on myself to like change every single thing about me And I like me. I like me. I don't need to change everything about me. But there are some things that I can fix or that I can improve on. So I like to think of a new year as like a new way of thinking. A new mindset. A new heart. A new 
um, like renewing of your time, awakening of your soul, like whatever way makes you feel best about it. That's how we're going to tackle it. Um, but there were three things that I've made new in 2020 that I didn't know needed to happen, but that I'm glad I took an audit of what I did in 2019 and how I can make 2020 just that much better. I don't know if this is you all. I don't know if this can resonate with anybody listening right now, but 2019, 2018, 2017, and even like 2016, those were super hard years for me. Um, just like mentally and emotionally, uh, just very exhausting. And I, I think coming into 2020, I was just ready for that to end. I was ready for that to be over with and be done with. And I just really wanted to make 2020 that year. And in order to do that, I had to recognize and acknowledge what I was allowing to continue to happen to make all of those years 2016 2017 2018 and 2019 what was making those years so difficult for me so going into 2020 I had to change my mindset my heart and my time and I'm going to dive into each of those a little bit more and just starting with my mindset my mindset for 2020 is really just hungry selfish and ready and what I mean by that is um, I'm hungry in a way where I don't want to stay where I am. I, I'm happy that I'm here. I couldn't have got here without going through things and going through those hard years and really just stepping into who I am. I couldn't be the person that I am right now talking on this platform, the person you see on social media, the person that you see you know, throughout the week. I couldn't be hurt if I hadn't have gone through those difficult, really trying years but I have no interest in staying here. I have no interest in finishing what I've been put on this earth to do as the person that I am or the person that I was when I came into 2020. I have every intention to level up from where I am, where I, where I was, where, how I came into 2020. Um, I just like really acknowledge the fact that I was on fire for rising like there was a longing in my soul that I was ready and willing to rise from everything that I have gone through everything that I have overcome everything that I was walking through I was ready to rise from that allow that to build me up acknowledge it give acknowledgement to it and move forward I really just was on fire for rising and I was ready I was actually mentally and emotionally ready to leave everything that I walked through, everything that I allowed to weigh me down, everything that I allowed myself to carry with me throughout all of those all of those years. I was ready to just let all of that go and completely like awaken the depth of who I was in my soul. And with that, I realized that I had to be selfish with where my time and energy was going. I couldn't allow my time and my energy to be spent the way that it was spent those past years. As I was walking through those those past years and as they were so difficult for me to get through, looking back like every single new year, whenever we were celebrating, I would look back and I would I would literally say the same thing like, dang, that year was so, so difficult. It was so difficult. And I was tired of saying that. I wanted 
to end a year and be like, you know what? That was the best year yet. The only way that this year, this next year could be better is if I went up from here. So I really just wanted to be selfish with my time and my energy and understand that I have to have my time devoted to things that are going to help me rise. I have to and I have to invest my time and my energy into things that are going to help me stay hungry so that I can move on from where I was and what I walked into 2019 with. And I was just honestly ready for more. I had to change my narrative that I was only one dimension. So for the longest time, I felt I was only one dimension, only one dimensional, sorry. And um, that is kind of the whole reason why I sort of relaunched my podcast or kind of like redesigned my podcast because although health and fitness is my passion, that is 100% my passion, anybody that knows me, that truly knows me knows that, um, I felt like the platform that I created, Jericho Martinez, the podcast, was every intention to give advice or speak on having a fitness oriented life and that was the intention of it 100% and I did that but I felt like the only thing that I could talk about on that platform was indeed fitness or nutrition and that was in a way sort of one dimensional even though it is my passion there are more dimensions of me that I would like to put out there there are more dimensions of me that I think you guys could benefit from So I had to really just understand that I had to change that narrative, that the only thing that I could speak on, the only thing that I could be recognized for, the only thing that I could be acknowledged for was fitness. And although that's a great thing to be known for and that's a great thing to be recognized for, that isn't the only thing that I bring into this world. That isn't the only reason why I was created. That's not the only reason why I can make an impact or the only way I can make an impact. So that's kind of the reason why I um, got away from Jerrica Martinez, the podcast, and came into Caffeinated and Called because that is more of who I am to my core. And also I got locked out of Jerrica Martinez, the podcast. That's on Jerrica Martinez, the podcast. If you want to go listen to all of that and kind of fill yourself in on that whole situation, that's still out there for you. But I had to change my narrative that I was only one dimensional and I had to recognize that I had other talents and other gifts that I could put out there that others could benefit from. So that is that whole mindset piece was really huge for me, just stepping into that and really acknowledging that I am part of the problem. The common denominator in all of those years being so trashy and just so mentally and emotionally exhausting was because I was the common denominator. It was me. So I had to figure out, am I going to let 2020 be the next year that repeats or am I really going to do something about it? So my time management has improved. My fire and my my fire inside of me has been reignited. Um, I have a better understanding of who I am and where I am going. So by changing my mindset, so many gifts have come out of that that I didn't even know were waiting for me. But because I changed my mindset and because I stepped two feet, I just jumped in 100% in 2020 and was like, I'm all in, regardless of what I have to give up, regardless of what I have to lose, regardless of what I have to leave behind. Like I am in 100%. 
and I'm so glad that I did that. That's honestly the reason why I put that as number one. Like, I had to change my mindset, and the reason why I put it as number one is because it was so huge. The second thing that I had to change that wasn't as easy, I wasn't as willing, is I had to change my heart. And what I mean by that is I had to soften into the things that had made it hard. I had to forgive those that wronged me, but not for them, for myself. I didn't realize that I was harboring so much hate in my heart. I didn't realize that. And throughout all of these years, I would carry it with me. And that hate would come out in different ways that weren't necessarily hate. What I mean by that is I would automatically write people off that have done me wrong because they've done me wrong. Not really realizing that there were people that I intention, that I unintentionally wronged that never gave me grace because they thought that was my intention. My intention was to wrong them. And actually it wasn't. Maybe I did it accidentally. Maybe I did it unintentionally. But because they wrote me off so quickly, I never got a chance to redeem myself or redeem my trust with them. So for me, that was a learned habit that I learned throughout the years that I had to really let go of. People make mistakes and it's okay to give them grace. People hurt you and it's okay to give them grace. People, you know, wrong you, but it's okay to give them grace. And I really just had to soften my heart to those things uh, that made my heart hard. Now that doesn't mean everybody gets a pass and everybody gets to hurt me whenever they want to hurt me, but I just don't allow it to affect me as deeply as I used to. And I had to forgive those that wronged me, not for them, but for myself, because carrying that unforgiveness, carrying that hurt, carrying that hate weighed me down emotionally. And it was really hard for me to overcome certain things because I had been hurt, because I had been shown hate because I had been um, just walking around with a very hard heart and without forgiving those people um, for myself, that hate would have never been released. My heart would have never been able to be made soft. So I really just had to understand that not everybody means, means hateful Not everybody means bad whenever they do hateful things. Some people really do it unintentionally and some people really need to be shown grace because goodness, I've been shown so much grace and if it wouldn't, if it wouldn't have been for those people that have shown me grace, I wouldn't have been able to acknowledge that that was something that I needed to change within myself. I had to rid myself of toxic behaviors and friendships and relationships and habits because that was also very draining, very draining. There are things within myself that were toxic. It wasn't always necessarily other people. There were things within myself that were toxic. There were people in my life that I allowed to stay in my life that were toxic, friendships and relationships. There were habits and behaviors that I had, that I had adapted, that I had learned throughout the years that were toxic, that I had to let go of, that I had to release, that I had to realize there is no reason why this is still in my life. There is no reason why I'm still doing this. It had really just become a habit and I really had to release those and create new habits that were healthier. Um, to gain a better understanding that I was the main person holding myself back from stepping into my fullest potential due to fears and failures and misunderstandings and all of that, regardless if you acknowledge it or not, 
all of that will hold you back and harden your heart and really cloud your mind and your judgment. There are so many times where we look at other people like they're the problem when really the way that we handle the situation within our heart and within our mind is the actual problem. Because when people do you wrong, they do you wrong and they move on from it and they're fine because they probably did it unintentionally. But you, you take that to heart and you take it to mind and that carries with you throughout your life, regardless if you acknowledge it or not. And the only way to really overcome that is acknowledging it, forgiving those people and moving on. So that's really something that I struggled with moving in to 2020. I had to really like audit my behaviors and my habits and the people in my life and really see are the people around me serving me, serving a healthier me, ser- serving a more inspired, on fire, really, really, really excited and driven me? Or are they weighing me down and hindering me from reaching my fullest potential because they're scared of what lies inside of me? And I, am I allowing it? Because people, the people that you allow to stay in your life, the people that are in your life, the people that have been in your life for a while or the people that have come and gone, whatever, you allowed it. So you have to really, you have to really acknowledge that and understand that the only reason why they're in your life is because you're still allowing it. And you have the power to change that. So I had to take a personal audit of where I was and where I was putting my energy and who was receiving it. Because a lot of people were denying it. And I would still try my hardest to keep them in my life when they had shown me time after time after time that they didn't want to be in my life. And I understood how that needed to change and why that needed to change. Um, understanding what wasn't serving me or adding to my desired success, potential reasoning or calling was something that took me time. That's not something that happened overnight. That's something that I really had to, um, take time to do. And like I said, uh, it is February when I'm recording this, it is February 10th. So we've been in 2020 for about a month and a half now. And, um, It's taken me about a month and a half to realize these things and figure out how I can put them into action and how I can act on them immediately because I realized that they needed to change. I realized that something needed to happen and the change and the potential lied within myself. I I had to really gain an understanding that... um, I had to gain an understanding that not everyone needs to or wants to go to the top with me. And my, the top to me may be different than the top to you, but not everybody that's in my life right now is supposed to see me reach my fullest potential. Not everybody in my life right now is supposed to be there whenever I claim that victory, whenever I reach that breakthrough. And not everybody wants to. Some people are seasonal people. Some people are just this year and then next year they're moving on to something and I'm moving on to something and it's completely fine. Some people are just supposed to be your friends while you were in middle school. Some people are just supposed to be your friends while you're in high school. Some people are just supposed to be your friends while you're in college. Some people are just supposed to be your friends while you're single. There are seasons for people in your life and you have to acknowledge those people that are just seasonal. Now, contrary to your belief, 
there are some people in your life that are lifelong friends that speak life into you, that support you, that care for you, that really have your best interests at heart, that cover you in prayer, that walk through the trenches with you when you're going through something, that can build you up whenever you're down. There are different people in your life and you really have to acknowledge those li- those those lives that are in your lives. You have to acknowledge those people that are in your lives is what I was trying to say there. And allow the ones that are not supposed to be with you to have a graceful exit. Let go of those things and move on. Don't just be hindered by people that leave your life unexpectedly. And I'm not talking about death. I'm just talking about people that realize that you're no longer friends. They don't answer your phone calls. They don't reach out to you. They don't come and support you. People like that, there are seasons for those people. And I really had to acknowledge that. And that's something that I took to heart. Like when I tell you I took that to heart, I took it to heart. I was really, um, so if you don't know, I'm an Enneagram six, which is considered the loyalist. So I'm super loyal to, um, people. I'm super loyal to friends. I'm super loyal in relationships. I'm super loyal. That's just my characteristic. That's like my main characteristic. And when people don't um, return that, when that's not reciprocated, I don't know how to act. Because to me, that's like the single most important thing in life, like to be loyal. And to other people, it's not necessarily that. So I had to realize that sometimes it's unintentional and I just need to move on. So I had to really take an audit and look into the inner parts of my heart and realize how I needed to change and what I was going to do in order to make those changes happen to see benefits. And the third thing that I really had to change and that I really had to um, work on was my time. My time is now more focused and intentional. And if you don't know, my word for 2020 is intentional. But I really had to put myself on a schedule. I already am like super OCD and super organized. But when it came to my time, that was a whole different story. I feel like trying to manage myself for 24 hours is a very tall order. It is very difficult. Honestly, just thinking about what I'm going to do with 24 hours, that's 60 minutes each hour. Okay? That's a lot of minutes. That's a lot of hours that I have to figure out what I'm going to do. But listen to me when I say your time is the single most important thing that you will never get back in life. Use it wisely. It took me so long to acknowledge that. Of course, you hear it. You know, growing up, you hear all of these like, oh, time is money. Treat people the way that you want to be treated. You know, all of these like little whatever you want to call them, like little riddles, little truths. They're really truths, little gems that, you know, people tell you and you're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But your time is the single most important thing. Spend it wisely. I had to really just sit down and take an audit of where my time was going, what I was doing, spending my time, how I was spending my time, what I was doing to, you know, what I was doing for 24 hours. If you think about it, like trying to organize your time for 24 hours is a lot, but then again, wasting 24 hours is like mind blowing. 
thank you and shout out to the iPhones for giving me like a weekly screen report because first of all that was embarrassing because I have zero business being on Instagram for four hours a day zero business um but managing my time has really been something that has helped me stay grounded and helped me make those other two changes that I mentioned with my mindset and my heart happen um how I spended my time how I spended how I spent my time um my free time was super embarrassing like I would spend it four hours on Instagram I would spend it like watching Netflix I would spend it watching YouTube for things like makeup tutorials like I have no desire to be a makeup artist like zero zero desire to be a makeup artist but I'm over here watching makeup videos for hours on end I have zero dreams or desires to be an actress but I'm over here watching Netflix I have zero desire to work for Twitter, but I'm over here scrolling on Twitter just to see what the T is or the Bochinche, Bochinche, you know. So I just really had to realize that I had to be intentional with the 24 hours I was blessed with, acknowledging what tasks needed to be tackled and how much free time or downtime I had and how I was intentionally filling the rest of my day. There are things that need to be completed. There are assignments that need to be done. There are um, assignments that need to be done, bills that need to be paid, tasks that need to be completed, laundry that needs to be washed, rooms that need to be cleaned. Like, I get it. But then there are other times throughout the day that I really need to sit in prayer. There are other times that I need to reach out to my sisters Um, and see how they're doing and how I can cover them in prayer. There's quiet time that needs to be had. There is eight hours of sleep calling my name, okay? There is coffee that I need to drink. Like, I need to intentionally fill my life with people that want to be around me and that I can just put my phone down and spend time in conversation or in community with people closest to me and... I couldn't do that whenever I'm spending four hours on Instagram or laying in bed watching Netflix for three hours when I could have been sleeping. Like, I really just had to be intentional with how I was focusing my time and what I was doing with those 24 hours I was blessed with. I needed to realize where my free time was going and how I was spending the rest of it. And I couldn't have done that without taking a huge step back from my life and being like, wow. That needs to change. There's no reason why I have no time to study because I spent four hours on Instagram. Or because I spent three days binge watching season two of you. You know what I'm saying? If that resonates with you or if you feel me on that, just let me know. You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this, please don't forget to share on socials. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Caffeinated and Called. That really does help your girl out. Again, thank you so much. Okay, I'll see you soon.